Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hi there, I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. You can find the podcast most anywhere you get your pods, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and right there in the WDBO app on demand for free. And you can also check me out on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in O-Town. You can stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, that did not take long. Like husband, like wife, I guess. First Lady Jill Biden had to apologize earlier this week after she spoke in San Antonio, Texas. She was addressing a group of Hispanic voters at an annual conference there in San Antonio on Monday when she said this. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Unique as the breakfast tacos in San Antonio. Not the smartest thing in the world to say in front of a largely Hispanic crowd. The First Lady has apologized for the comment. Nonetheless, Republicans now are seizing the moment. The RNC has now launched a T-shirt with a taco image in the caption that reads, Not Your Breakfast Taco. It's available on the party's online store. The description on the item urges buyers to let Jill Biden know that we are not her breakfast tacos and that proceeds go towards helping Republicans retake the House and the Senate in 2022. So it's certainly a comment that struck a chord with the Hispanic community in America in light of the dissatisfaction that a number of Latinos have shown toward the Democrat Party over the last handful of years. This Hispanic voting bloc has really been a stronghold for Democrats over the years, but no longer. You look at this, between the 2018 and 2020 elections, Hispanic voters swung to the GOP by some 30 points. And I think a great example of that Democrat exodus has played out in Southern Texas recently with the special election of Myra Flores, a Republican winning in a traditional, very blue area down there. She's the first Mexican-born woman elected to Congress. So the RNC heard that comment by Jill Biden. They jumped at the chance to make a T-shirt and continue the inroads with Latinos around the country. Now, Dr. Jill's faux pas is just the tip of the iceberg today with Brian Kilmeade. Brian is heard 9 to noon on WDBO every weekday after Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez. Here's that conversation with Brian now. Latinos, Brian, are, are leaving the Democratic Party in droves right now. In the last few elections have shown us that again, and the Republicans are hopping on it. So, yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable she didn't pre-read the copy. It's unbelievable that Bodega, Bodagada, she called it, <laughs> Bogada. Bogada, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Bogota. Okay, so everybody mispronounces you and I make mistakes we're on the air all the time, and sometimes you mispronounce copy. I get it. But if you're trying to win over the Hispanic audience and you are a teacher, and by the way, she says she teaches in minority areas where the number one minority uh, language is Spanish, mm. you would at least get pronunciations on that. And if you watch the news, the Bodega story is, is one of the top stories in the news right, right now. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows you how detached he is. And it took a day for them to walk back the comment that that uh, Hispanics are as diverse as, as breakfast tacos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's just pretty much par for the course. And the last thing that Joe Biden needs was the first lady to be equally as awkward as he is. Yeah. And those are terrible numbers that he got from the New York Times. Uh, the number is 94 percent of of Democratic voters under uh, 30 mm-hmm. want somebody else. 26 mm-hmm. percent of Democrats want uh, him. Nobody wants him to run again. And he says, well, 91 percent of Democrats would vote for me. Yeah. Against Donald Trump, one on one, 91 percent of Democrats would vote for you. That's actually low. I mean, obviously, I don't know if you know it or not, but uh, Democrats tend to be against Trump. Number two, uh, independence. He's shedding independence like crazy. So, and also the anger he shows. You'll, you'll hear it on the tape. I don't know if you're playing it. He's walking through a picnic on the White House lawn, a bipartisan picnic, and he hears someone shout, you have numbers saying Democrats don't want to run. And he walks over and he goes, uh, get it right, Jack. You're all the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, 91% would vote for me. Now, that, that's, that's pulled out of against Trump. They would vote for you because they hate Trump. But in terms of your party, no one's seen numbers as low as this. This is the lowest. The, there's only 13% of the country think we're on the right track. That's the lowest since the New York Times was doing this poll. Well, the latest polls, any way you slice them, not good for President Biden. Is there anyone in their right mind, Brian, who believes that this guy, who will be 82 years of age in 2024, thinks he's actually going to run again, maybe other than Joe Biden? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, some people say it. Um, you know, Governor uh, Pritzker said, yeah, you know, if Joe Biden runs, I'm not running. Other people have said that, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how many people think it's even possible. I mean, with the, that story in The Times didn't say he's old. They said he shuffles. He loses his uh, train of thought. He shuts it down to six o'clock. They can't overschedule him. He only works five days a week. I, I would love to work five days a week. Well, that's called vacation. I mean, we we just don't do it because we don't want to, number one. Number two, I think there's a lot to do all the time. And don't take the job if you want to do it five days a week. Simple as that. You cannot do the job. And as vice president, same thing. She disappears. So he's he's not up for the job. That story in the New York Times, which they're trying to lead the country. The New York Times is leading the country. Mm -hmm. They decide when the... Laptop is going to be considered real. We knew it was real right away of uh, Hunter Biden. They decide that Joe Biden's got to go. All of a sudden, these polls are done. They only polled 896 people nationwide, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you go do the science, uh, but they don't have to publish that. But all of a sudden, they got to go publish that. Now, they haven't followed up on the Hunter Biden story and what's in there and how Joe's linked to this and the voicemail. They don't cover that, but they just put it out there. So it kind of bothers me that Washington Post and New York Times are trying to run the country and pick candidates. Well, any time a Democrat president loses the New York Times, they've lost the Democrat Party. I I think that will play out. Meantime, speaking of the New York Times, there is this poll, this Times-Siena College poll that says half of Republican voters now are ready to vote for someone other than Donald Trump. We have seen similar polls, Brian, to where Trump's influence is eroding just a little bit, but this new poll, again, 
New York Times. But nonetheless, this new poll is much more pronounced here. Is this something that Trump needs to be concerned about? Uh, you know, uh, 49 percent say they'd vote for him. 23 percent say they'd vote for DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Really not bad numbers. Uh, I think they'd consolidate around him if he starts showing stability, organization, uh, a bounce in his step. But right now, you got that January 6 hearings. He seems to be driving him crazy. I mean, to me, every day it looks more and more like a just a, a point of view documentary. You know, you interview the Trump's lawyer for nine hours, and you use 45 seconds or three minutes. What was the rest of it? Yeah. You know, you take total text. Here are the text messages January 6. Oh, here's the one I want to look at. Um, Brad Parscale say questioning whether Donald that he should have gotten Donald Trump elected or not. Well, okay. What are the rest of the text messages? <laughs> and Brad Parscale's working for him now. Again, you know, Cassidy Hutchinson. Okay, as a compelling testimony, a twenty-something-year-old's out there. Okay, great. Why are you play if everything you said is correct? Why are you trying to work from him at Mar-a-Lago? And why were you so angry at the last minute when the job was um, uh, taken from you? There's no rebuttal. There's no defense. There's no nothing. That's the problem from the get-go here. I got kind of caught into watching it for about a half an hour yesterday. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, man, the president's in trouble. And then you got to backtrack and go, well, wait a minute. This is not a true hearing. There is no defense here. So what are they trying to do? Is the bottom line here to make Trump look unfit to be president in 2024? Is that what we're getting to here? I think so. I, I really do. I mean, they said, well, uh, Donald Trump called somebody, a potential witness, Liz Cheney, who realized she's losing the election, the primary, had to go back to Wyoming. So she's got that backdrop in Wyoming. She says, by the way, we just got word from a potential witness that Donald Trump had contacted them. Uh, that is witness tampering. What witness? What trial? Right. What are you talking about? Yeah, what witness? Yeah, I don't get it. Real quick, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about this um, this Twitter lawsuit against Elon Musk. What do you make of this? I mean, was this part of Elon's grand scheme? Was he genuinely concerned about the fake bot accounts? Is he backing out due to the markets falling? I mean, Elon Musk is one of the smartest men in America. He's usually 10 steps ahead of everybody. But what do you make of this lawsuit? What's going on here? Well, I mean, a couple of things. He put out a meme that just said that, you know, now if you're going to sue him because he says, you, I'm suing you because I can't find out who's actually on Twitter. Yeah. And they came back, who are the bots? What's real? What's not? They go, we, you know, we can't give you any more information. I gave you everything I can with privacy concerns. He goes, okay, I'm not buying it. They go, okay, we're going to sue you. At which time they're going to, the judge is going to say, show, give him his information. Right. And at which time when they can't, he's going to go, that's breach of contract, game over. Or you give him the information he needs. Yeah. Yeah. And to find out what he's buying, what I think he's buying at the very least is going to be less than $44 billion. Uh, And I know the Tesla stock that he was using to leverage to buy it um, uh, is uh, worth less. I know that for sure. And I know Twitter is worth less every day. So how are you going to uh, how are you going to rationalize that value now? Yeah. Even well. though he signed everything early and he's got a billion dollar penalty for not doing it. But again, I started gaining followers like a lot of our listeners right now. Mm-hmm. And then I started losing followers as soon as it seems that Trump, that Musk is not buying. Much appreciation to Brian Kilmeade for appearing on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the pod today. Join me on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.